in three, two, one. Welcome back, everyone, to the Punk Rock Horror Podcast. I am the undead Matt, rising from the grave again, to bring you some more music to wretch your harrowing souls with and fill you with the joy of the dead, or in this case, the undead. With that in mind, I am so excited to bring on this guest today, a really cool dude himself, a fan of the show, which I honestly don't know why. I feel like we do too many poop jokes and not enough dick jokes, so I feel like we could offer more variety. Kidding, of course. But everybody, please open your cold dead arms and welcome the amazing John from the band Lever. How's it going? Hey, thank you for having me. It's good to be here. Thank you for being on here. Yeah, thank oh, you. I thought of messing with you because I, I wanted. I thought of just like messing with you for a moment because I know you said it before we started recording, but I was wanting to say your band as the name Lever because you pointed <laughs> that out. So I was like, no, no, I don't want. I don't want to do that. That I could. I could do better material yeah. than that. Hey man, it, you know it's if it's lever. That's how we pronounce it, lever. But if uh, you know, depending on where you are in the world, it could be lever. Depending on how you pronounce it, well, you know, no discrimination on on their sense, so no problem. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no problem at all. Yeah, I know that there, there is a difference between just like you know making that accidental misunderstanding or mispronunciation of a word, and then yeah. where it is just an accent thing. Like, like I couldn't help but like. It couldn't help but stick out to me because I was watching a Game Ranks video the other day and they were talking <laughs> about Mario Galaxy. But oh, because yeah. like they're, they're based from New York, they kept calling it Mario. And it, oh. like I wasn't gonna, like, but I can't help but notice it, you know, like, like it's it's just the accent is really what it is. You know, Dude, it's, that it's just one of those oh, things. But that's that's so great. That reminds me, actually, of the super mario brothers movie with uh bob hoskins and john leguizamo where where uh <laughs> where where he's he's they ask him for his name and he goes mario and he's, he's like mario it goes what's your last name he goes mario and he's and he, <laughs> so yeah i forgot that that, that that's a very east coast thing it's mario over here so yeah <laughs> that, that's amazing yeah but yeah uh, so, uh it's it's all good man yeah it's all good for me <laughs> Yeah, so again, thank you for coming on the show today. Dude, are, um, are you kidding? Are you kidding? I am such a fan of this show. I uh I, I think I found you guys. I I'm a you know, I'm a big fan of all things horror and punk rock and uh I'm uh, you know, I'm I'm a music guy, but second, I I'm a horror fanatic and I, I found you guys. I I hashtag horror and and punk rock enough. And I, I found your uh, just the perfect, uh, you know, it, it's just perfectly named. All, all your content is awesome. Um, the things you guys talk about are great. You guys get great guests and everything. And um, I'm happy to say I, I to anyone listening, I'm the one who reached out to this podcast to talk to you because I think you guys are awesome. It's it's a it's it's so fun to be on a podcast that I actually listen to. So just for having me, it just it's a it's a joy. So thank you. Well then, in that case, we might as, you might as well just interview me at this point. I mean, no, I'm <laughs> let's, kidding. Let's, let's switch it up. Thank you, though. Seriously, <laughs> seriously, for the nice words. Thank you so much. We, uh, I appreciate that. I know Cody, if he could be here today, would also appreciate that. That would mean a lot to him. I'm yeah, gonna play yeah. this for him, and cool. I know it's gonna pick up his day for sure. <laughs> well, tell yeah, tell yeah. What's up, Cody? <laughs> <laughs> But thank you. Th Seriously, thank you. Yeah, we I mean, that is what we tell people is and we tell, you know, artists is, is reach out to us because it literally what it comes down to is that we know that there's thousands and thousands and thousands of awesome bands out there. But the issue is that it's hard for us to get to every single one of them, you know, just because we will reach out to one 
means that we're more than likely passing over like five or ten other ones. And it's you know, and it's never purpose. You know, we're not trying to like just prioritize who comes on the show. Oh, totally. You know, I mean, yeah, there, there are countless art- artists out there. Uh, you know, bands are just you know singers or DJs, anything. And it's, it's it, you know, it's 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 unfortunately you know it's a good thing that there are a lot of bands and, and whatnot. But um, yeah, sometimes you know things get do get lost in the, and you know, you know some some not lost, but you know some sometimes you know artists can get you know lost by the I guess is the right word by you know by the leeway you know in the grand scheme of there there are so many so many cool people out there that are making music and whatnot. So it's, it's, uh, I doubt it's something that's ever taken super personally as, you know, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but the fact well, that and I get you know, it too. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean over talking. No, no, I, I made my point. Oh, it's all good. No. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, and that's the other thing too, is like us, I'm aware. And so is Cody that, you know, we are another horror themed podcast that also has the name punk rock in it. And there are other, there is an actual other punk rock podcast, and there's another podcast that also has punk rock in it that we're talking with right now as well. And so I can imagine just being a singular band, you know, looking at podcasts to go on to, that can be overwhelming as well. So yeah, the point of the point of all this, girls, gals, creeps, and me into like is just when in doubt, if you're ready to reach out, go ahead and do it. I promise we don't bite that hard. <laughs> there you go. Um. But yeah, I think that's a great place to start um, is is so, John, you know, you're part of this band called Lever. I'm sure the listeners are like, OK, yeah, we love punk rock horror podcast, but can we get to the music? So let's jump to it. <laughs> and I think that's a great place. That's a good starting point is, John, I, I'd like to ask, you you know, not just how did Lever get started and what started doing you on you on your journey music, uh, excuse me, on your journey of being a musician. <laughs> but I also got to I want to ask you. What do you what do you feel like is the biggest hurdle when trying to advocate for your own art and how do you overcome it? Feel free to address one at a time. I don't mean to throw so much at you, but uh, yeah, uh, whichever you'd like to take the lead on. Sure. Um, Yeah. So I I guess uh, a good place to start would be I I started uh, in music uh, at a pretty young age. Um, I my parents put me in violin lessons to see if like I'd like it, and I was like super young, and I I really did like it. I liked it one on one and all uh, with with an instructor. I wasn't so good with there being a class around. I always like when you're in a class with like a bunch of other people who are playing violin or different instruments. That kind of always freaked me out as a kid. I had like I I must be a weird social anxiety sort of thing that you know I I've later figured out how to deal with, but um. But yeah, I loved violin, uh, and then I started playing drums. I eventually moved on to, yeah, you know, I, I did a lot of punk rock a, as a drummer. I'm I'm still a pretty okay drummer, um, in in uh, the punk rock sort of realm. But yeah, when, when I picked up guitar and started singing, I uh, I realized I really wanted to write songs. Uh, I had all these song ideas, and so, you know, I got going in uh, other bands. And, and whatnot. And then, you know, I, I landed with Lever, um, which is uh, my current project. And uh, the one it's 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 the one that, uh, you know, it's our, it's it's my main focus in life, um, as with everyone else in the group. We're a four piece band. We've been around since maybe 2011 or 2012. It was formed by our guitar player and our drummer, Jeff, uh, Jeff and Mike. Um, they kind of start they started this group and they had some, you know, inner interchangeable members and uh after a while we became friends and i joined them and as uh they were kind of 
is still in the, the 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 early stages. They had an EP out that I really liked. Um, but yeah, I, I joined and um, I brought an, another a second guitar to the table, and so we kind of started, you know, fi- you know, we started fi- you know fiddling around, and we made, a, you know, we started to write songs together, and I, they let, you know, they let me bring a bunch of my songs that I had written, you know, with me, and uh, it was it was just super open. It just was like. It just you know snapped like that we realized this is like super cool we should keep doing this we've been doing it ever since and then uh in 2015 we got urker our bass player who was uh who was already like a like such a close friend he was basically already in the band um before he started playing an instrument so we, we've been growing strong since then um you know uh we as far as hurdles i mean we don't really put too much limit on ourselves as far as how far we can you know push things musically um you know we're always trying to evolve the sound you know it's very you know we're very guitar oriented um real uh you know crunchy guitars but you know clean it you know so there's dynamics you know it kind of goes in and out but we like to keep it um you know kind of like a loud quiet you know kind of deal but we're very guitar oriented guitar driven band um I sing in the band. I, I like to do a lot of different things with my voice. Um, we got some new stuff that's getting pretty crazy. I, I will tell you, I think the biggest hurdle, and I, this is not meant to be like a cop-out or anything. I promise it's going to sound like it. But honestly, we're, we're a big live band. We really thrive and get better and just kill it when we play live. We always do well. And, um, you know... That we're, we're always bring the high energy when we're when we're on stage and so probably our biggest hurdle was 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 when covid hit i really have to say i think that was really one of the most troubling things that has ever hit um i think most people in general uh, but especially musicians and and us definitely we we really you know again like we really f- thrive and and do really well when we can go on stage and you know critically you know analyze a performance or you know say holy crap you know we we actually just killed this thing we should keep doing it like that and getting better at that and uh so yeah not being able to play shows for for a year after we've been you know sometimes you know we'll play three times a week you know for months and months straight you know we're we're never stopped playing that was really tough but one thing that was really cool about it if I could maybe turn it around is, uh, you know, we, we ended up uh, renting a new practice space, which allows mm-hmm. us to play anytime we want, as long as we want. And that's been really cool. So the writing process has gotten super funky. It's been in, in, a, in the best ways possible. We, we've been writing like crazy. I write all the time. I was just coming up with something today as I was watching uh, the Sox game. Um, and oh, sorry, you guys are in Colorado. I'm I'm in Chicago, and I'm a, I'm a White Sox fan. So I was just watching the baseball game, and I was thinking of some. Oh, oh well, then we can't keep doing this now. I mean, now that you said something, <laughs> you're totally <laughs> right. Yeah, it's over. Now, now that you said something, yeah, yeah, you're totally <laughs> right. fine. You're totally fine. You might have pissed off a few listeners. They might get a little. I don't know. I don't know yeah. how many huge Rockies fans we have, but I'd like to assume we have a decent amount. So I don't hey, know how the rest of this interview is going to go. I, <laughs> I don't know, man. I like the Rockies, though. I'll get, I, I've been to the stadium. I've been to Coors Field. Or Co- Coors Field, right? Uh, I love the Rockies. Uh, Coors Field, but... Yeah. Right uh, on, man. It's, uh, yeah, we, you know what? We're really good at getting to 
you know, the finals, but just not really following through. But we're getting in there, you know, just step by <laughs> step. <laughs> I was, you guys get I, like, I like baseball as well. Right on, man. Sorry, go yeah. ahead. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of the Rockies. And uh, yeah, Todd Helton is still a huge hero of mine. Uh, all the way from Chicago, I, I, you know, the guy has a fan. Um, you know, I, I, yeah, all good with the Rockies on this end, man. But, um, but yeah, but, but, but no, you're totally, yeah, would, you don't have to like the Rockies to stay on this interview. You're totally yeah, fine. Yeah. Well, I get it. I get it. If I didn't like the Rockies, I totally, totally don't like the Rockies. I, mean, I, I like the Rockies. I've been to the stadium before. <laughs> I've, I've had, I've had a blast. It's, it's a lot like my old, it's a lot like my field. It's a lot like the Comiskey Park where uh, I call it Comiskey, but okay, because you guys get fireworks too and you get the crowd going and stuff. It's, it's a cool field. You know? But, um, <laughs> well, but, baseball yeah. aside, <laughs> baseball, yeah, sports aside, this is a punk rock horror podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, I was, I was, I, I, I was just writing some songs today. And so we're, it, that has been kind of a nonstop, like since I started playing music, but, um, especially with, with COVID-19, uh, and, and being kind of isolated and not being able to, to go out and, and do fun things. It's actually been really cool. And, in, in, in some ways, because I've been able to hone in more on my, my songwriting and, uh, the, we all have as in the band, we've all really, um, taken, you know, cool and good steps to like evolving what we do. And so, so there, that, that is, that is one one thing uh, I, I know another another hurdle I could bring up too is uh, when we started, um, I, I I especially was very you know and this is not long ago this is just me being definitely uh, you know ignorant of of technology but I I, you know, I didn't know how to promote when I was coming up at all uh, with digital technology I didn't had no idea how any of this worked I don't you know uh, if you'd have said to me you know ten years ago. Hey, uh, you know, what do you think of this podcast? I, you know, whatever podcast, I, I wouldn't even know what a podcast was. I was so out of the loop, dude. And I'm not even an old guy. It's crazy. I was, you know, but, but like, I sound like an old guy. I just wasn't, I just wasn't, I just wasn't fucking bothered with it. And then I realized there's actually a lot of cool stuff you can do with it, you know? And I learned a lot of that in the last year too, like doing live streams for people that miss live music. Um, I learned, you know, how to, you know, a big hurdle that I had to face was learning how to just get really, you know, creative and bringing music to people, especially in rough times. People could really use music and, and humor and, and whatnot. And so it was uh, that was a huge learning experience, I think, for myself and, and the guys. Jeff, our guitar player, was already there. He's like, how could you not know about social media? This is ridiculous. <laughs> like, but like, <laughs> but, but, but like, but yeah, I, I learned a lot. I had a, a lot of personal hurdles. I had to like really jump through. So yeah, man, it's still, I'll find some so, more uh, hurdles to jump through along the way. Too, I promise. I, I think, I think the biggest takeaway when, when anyone uh, talks to you, John, is that you have such a good energy about you. I mean, already, obviously, you know, you, you know how to just like fill a room, like with your voice, you know how to talk and you know how to just, and I think it's just the passion in your voice when you talk about just your music and what you've been up to and lever and then, you know, white socks aside, you know, I'm just saying, you know, uh, you know <laughs> not like in the Rockies, you know, but I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, seriously, though, you, you have a really good energy about you. You have this very like friendly, outgoing energy. And like, you know, if, if it was if it wasn't, you know, state us being, you know, in two different states, like I could just 
see us and you know cody being here as well just like passing hours at a time just talking about whatever and 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 i just i love your energy that's really one of what i want to say is that i love your energy i love what you bring to the table and i think that's also what uh stood out to us about the lever itself <laughs> was first of all so the the guitar yeah was one of the hugest things that we heard and for me it was really reminiscent and i mean this in the highest regard it was really reminiscent of like 90s you know faster paced grunge type of music yeah. and that's kind of like what hit a note with me is you know like and, and i won't say like nirvana but you know like uh be, because i feel like everybody goes to nirvana as like the safe example and i'd rather just stay away from that more sure. so just that like i it has it has a your, your music has this very like timeless kind of quality to it um with the guitars in mind and then just hearing these like you know gruff vocals coming over you know one can mistaken it for just you know um either classic hard rock or just some classic you know western punk and yeah. you know labels aside as well too um what i think is just great about your music is that it's really good at catching the ear it's really good at taking a sound that a lot of people have heard but you have this own unique take on it and before i knew it you know i started listening to, to your singles on Spotify. And then I started realizing, you know, probably like 15, it was more than likely 15 more minutes. And I've already passed, you know, like five, six, seven songs. And I, and like, <laughs> it, it has this cool, like this, I guess the other way I want to describe it is it has, it has bar like quality. And when I say that, I mean, it's <laughs> that you come into any bar with your friends, with your loved ones, and you just want some good, crunchy rock and roll just good music that just yeah. fits your vibe fits that energy and just keeps you going and and that's what i was doing today you know i also worked today and i listened to more of your music as i was working and i just like i, I just couldn't believe that you as well wanted to come on the show so you know i'm also we are humbled in that way too but um one of the biggest songs though that right now if anybody go if anybody goes to spotify to look you up right now uh probably number one that they're going to see up there is codename killer and you know i'd be lying if i said that you know that one didn't stick out to me originally because it does that one was one of the first songs that i was listening to you guys about and that's what got me into your album douse and we'll talk oh, about douse wow. here in a moment because i also want to talk about um your audio tree album too oh, but yeah. um codename killer i gotta ask you about it because i want to give the listeners a chance to check this out too what <laughs> is codename killer exactly about and what went into it Oh my God. Yeah, that's, that's so funny. Um, first of all, holy shit, dude, that's, that's like an insane amount of awesome compliments. So thank you. I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> we, I mean, we're, this whole band is very energetic. Like we we have a big energy about us. Like we just love just diving in and just hitting, you know, hitting the ground running wherever we're at. We, we want to help be like almost a release for people you know if you if you're having a, a shit day just pop in a lever song or, or go see us at whatever bar we're playing we'll be playing by you soon you know we'll be playing we'll be around there you know like just pop in we'll 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 rock your socks off man we'll, we'll have a fucking blast and um you know that's that's just kind of it we want it to be like a release um and yeah dude um thank you so much uh codename killer i'm glad codename killer stuck out to you that was a that that's a song off of our album Douse, and it's definitely a bit of a relationship song. It's not a but it's you know it's not a lovey dovey one. It's not like you know I you know we have a couple of those, and we have also you know even some like you know almost uh, you know 
kind of more emotional, um, you know, love songs. But but that one in particular is just kind of like a what the fuck kind of song. It's it's kind of like kind of being at, at your in, in a way, it's kind of like being at at the end of like your your rope with with somebody and in fact it doesn't even have to be a relationship it could be with your boss you could just be like Mm -hmm. dude fuck you i'm so sick of being like used by but you you know you tell us that you know by working overtime we get to they they trick you into you know working overtime i get to make more money but i take more time away from from being myself i take you know i'm you know you it could be anything it could be you know, your, your banker, you know, you know, like, man, you could be at the end of, at the, of your rope with, <laughs> with your fucking bank account. You're like, this is ridiculous. I can't afford to live. And, it, and so we want that, you know, that kind of energy to be released for people. And, and Codename Killer is certainly that, that kind of song. Um, I remember uh, Jeff came up with the riff and uh, he brought it to me and he had a, some words written down. And um, usually when, when he, you know, brings a riff to me I'll, I'll i'll write words and he had he had it but he had some really solid ideas for where we should go with it so we, we sat there and, and pieced the uh the melody the basically the like the words together and the melody while he played and i played guitar and we just played with our acoustics a lot of our songs come up just with uh, us on acoustics and um that was one of those and and we we eventually realized okay cool and i and i was like at the end i'll do this like long drawn out sound and and then go at the top and then we'll we'll see if that that works out um live and then we did it a couple times live and we realized all right that one's gonna hit and that seem that seems to be working um it's called codename killer and i hate to give away secrets and whatnot but this one's kind of funny it's it's called codename killer because we had the song we had the words we had all the sections we needed we we had finished right all of you know we were in band practice the four of us we had finished writing the song we had pretty much had it done but we didn't know what to call it and uh yeah that's usually the biggest problem is what do we name it so so we wanted to come up with jeff goes why don't we give it a code name and i think our bass player brandon urker i think brandon said i don't know man the song's pretty killer and then we all just said let's just call it code name killer for now and then <laughs> we just left it at that. So we just left it at Codename Killer. And, uh, and it's, right. it's, I like that. It, yeah, man. And so, dude, I, I love that you hear the, the 90s grunge stuff because we were really young uh, as a group when, when that stuff was kind of coming out. And we, I don't know if we were like super conscious of it at the time that it was all happening with Alice in Chains and Nirvana and, you know, STP and, uh, Bush and Silver Chair. I mean, you know, one of my favorite bands of all time, probably my favorite, is is Oasis from that same time period. And they're the even they even have that real gritty fucking like this. It's just something about it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's British and they're they're so cool. Like they're, it's you hear a lot of Liam Gallagher and and uh, Kurt Cobain intersect a lot, and it's because of their love for for John Lennon. I feel really, they're they're kind of working yeah. class backgrounds, and John Lennon's my particular hero. Um, and two, so like, there's like a lot of that realistic kind of sounding music that you you get in the really early mid '90s, like very gritty but real, and that's something we kind of like maybe inherently, having grown up sort of around it, uh, lives with us. It's certainly one of our biggest influences. Like the the whole you know '90s alternative scene was is is definitely one that we love, and so we we like and you know 
we, we like to add a lot of elements too, like a lot of different elements to our stuff and evolve it and keep going and making something new. And, and so that's why I went at the end of the day, I, I, I generally just call us a rock and roll band. Um, you know, we're, we have got, you know, grunge influences, punk influences, some folk influences. In, and so, you know, even, you know, jazzy influences, um, Mm-hmm. Pop, pop, bubblegum pop. I'm a bubblegum pop fan. I'm not I'm not afraid to say it. You know, I, I love the top 40 <laughs> shit. I really, I don't care. You know, it's like, no I don't worries. Have to, no, worries. no, dude, I, I, you know, it's like, I don't have to be emotionally invested in, you know, a, a top hit song to, to, to just say, all right, you know, if I'm fucked up, I'm going to dance to that. I don't care. So, like, so no, it's, it, you know, it's, mind. sorry, yes, I don't mean over talking. No, 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 you're good. I, I've just been talking like this whole time. So, please. <laughs> No, it's okay. It's okay. No, no, you're totally fine. I just didn't want to be rude. Um, we're we're gonna come back real quick, but I do want the listeners to check out Codename Killer. We're gonna jump into that real fast, and when we come back, we're gonna have more with John of Lever. Yeah. 
And we are back, listeners, again. I hope you enjoyed Codename Killer. Again, that is on Spotify. That is on most places where you can get music. But really check out Lever. Um, so, John, yeah, man. Yeah, again, you, you have this love for music. You have this love for what you're doing. And you have this love for, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if it's much of a stretch. But with, with the fact that you, had, you brought on Oasis, which I know that that probably put some of our listeners up in arms because they're like, whoa, 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 you're bringing Oasis to the punk rock horror podcast. And <laughs> let me say, I am a fan of Champagne Supernova myself. That shit comes on in the car and I will sing along to it. I do not care. But here's the thing I got to say though, um, that a lot of people I feel forget is that there is a lot of similarities between the energy that's brought to grunge music as there is also with, you know, punk music mm-hmm. and, you know, with Codename Killer being about, you know, what what it sounds like to me is, you know, the, the anthem of, you know, anti don't walk over me, you know, you don't take advantage of me. My value isn't based off the paycheck you give me or the value you put on me. I decide my own value. And that's what I get from Codename Killer. And so I love that you went into that and talked about it because I could also definitely see it being a, like a good breakup song. But I was like, no, there's there's got to be more to it than that. There's no way this is purely just a breakup song. There's way um, more to it. It's it's about standing up for yourself in, in the face of being, you know, degraded by, again, your dollar amount. Like you're, you're the fucking... Whatever's in your bank account doesn't define who you are. It doesn't. And and that's part of what that song is. And whatever's bugging you, it could be your own self. It could be your own demons. It could be your own fears or your own anxieties that you just have to look at one day and just say, fuck you. You know, that's what that song is coming from. You know, it really is. I love it's, that. It's, yeah, it's, it's about you know just what? sticking I'm up sorry. for yourself. No, that's it. No, you're good. Uh, no, so I was gonna say, you know, I that is one thing I also hate uh, when whenever I talk to, about the podcast to people off recording and I'm telling about it, telling them about it is one question I always hate is, oh, does that pay well? Like that is basically to me going up to a band who just did a house show, you know, for twenty five bucks and asking them, hey, does that band pay well? Does being in this band pay well? Like that is that is. That is shit that'll get you punched in the face at some bars. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah. like, and I get it. Sometimes it is genuine curiosity because they want to know because, you know, sometimes it is people that are just wanting to get into podcasting and that's different. But when it's like somebody was just like, you, you, you know, just like a Jimbo who's just like, oh, do, do, do you, does that pay? Will do, do, do you make money off that? Like, I'm just like, I'm like, I can tell this conversation is going to go nowhere fast. Like, I can tell you've already made up your mind. There's not like I could tell you how cool like the horror stuff we talk about is and it would go over your head. Like, like just that's the one question I hate. That is yeah. the one question. You could ask me anything else about this podcast. You could ask me how often I do it naked, which I'll tell you none to this day. I'd say I do have a somewhat integrity about it. But, well, yeah. But, um, well, hey, well, dude, just what you're saying, you wouldn't like. It's it's so I mean, first of all, let's say you were making a million dollars a year. It's still just a rude thing Mm -hmm. to ask somebody like if you were like, okay, if like a bagger at a grocery store and, you know, a bartender were sitting down to eat, one wouldn't ask the other. So does what you do pay well? You wouldn't just say that. I mean, it's just kind of a rude thing to ask anyway. (laughs) Like, it doesn't matter what you do. like, why don't you just say what's what's it about? You know, fuck it. You know, why don't you? Yeah, I think we've we've gotten to this really cool place, too, where sometimes 
being frugal is just so much more uh, rich. I think uh, a frugality, if that's, I think that's a word. I think the frugality of, of doing something you love is being rich. You know, you, there's always another job you can get. There's always a way you could find a way to pay your bills. There's, there, there will be. But why not do something that you actually like and that you're passionate about? What could be worse than being on your deathbed and saying, oh, wow, I, I lived, uh, you know, 80 years and I hated my life, like, for about 20 of, or, you know, for about 60 of them. <laughs> you know, that would be, like, the right. worst thing to say ever. At least you're, you know, it, it's, yeah, it's just kind of a rude question one way or another, whether it's, you know, and, yeah, dude, fuck people that don't you know, (laughs) that don't, you know, want to know anything more about what you and Cody do. Uh, because this, this show rocks, man. This, this show is really cool. I just, I just always feel really like at home. Like there's so many podcasts out there and a lot of podcasts are really, you know, open-ended and, uh, which is cool and all, you know, and, but, you know, I just love the fact that this, that the content on here is always something cool. Like being a, a huge horror fan growing up, um, like my, my music and horror movies for me just really live together. And, and like, it's just, they're both pa- super passions, uh, big passions of mine. And so like, it's, it's just so, really cool. Oh, to I'm tune sorry, in. Go ahead. oh no, it's just cool to tune in and, and hear you guys out, you know, and your guests are great. And you know, the content's great. I love the one about, uh, yeah, I, I was listening the other day to a, a clip you had about John Waters and I was like, that's so cool. And, and uh, you know, just like, oh, nobody yeah, talks with, like, nobody, uh, 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 yeah, well, what's the band that was there? Uh, Sweetie? Sweetie. Yeah, Sweetie. yeah, yeah. Cool people. Fantastic uh, band. We're we're gonna we're we're gonna have them back on in the future. But yeah, that y- you never know what's gonna happen on the show. You know, um, I I always worry. My always my biggest worry is that our show is too boring sometimes. That is my because I get it. You know, so our episodes have gotten bigger. You know, we're like at that. At, you know, sometimes we push it with an hour and a half, and I get it what that's like because I'm the same way. Because I listen back to our content, and I'm like. I need a break halfway in. So (laughs) hearing that from you is just, is very encouraging. So I think that, but I'd love to talk more about you though. And lever, I'm always down to talk about punk record podcast, but I'd love to talk more (laughs) about you. So with horror in mind, how about we bring it back? And I ask you, John, you want to play a horror game with me? I do. Awesome. All right. So this horror game is still going to be, so because I, I, Depending on when this episode is coming out, I'm going to try to connect this with one of our my favorite games that we've been doing so far. And so <clears throat> this one goes back to our episode in episode 152 with Emily McGinnis and Dan Bridges of the zombie game. Again, please check out the zombie game listeners. Fantastic, fantastic people. Emily and Dan are. We love them. But we talked about Robert Maudsley, the serial killer who hunts and kills other serial killers. Well, hunts, I kind of put a little loosely. But point being, serial killer that kills serial killers. So... <laughs> John, I got to ask you, you know, if if you were a serial killer and you were going to hunt other serial killers, alive or dead, real or not real, who would it be and how would you lure them in? If you want, I can give you my example of what sure. I chose yeah, let's hear to, to help you out. But uh, OK, I, I'm pretty sure listeners at this point are just like, oh, my God, we know what you would pick. And so no, I'll try yeah. to pick it quick. I, well, well, I don't know. But, so I, yeah. <laughs> what do you got? Oh, yeah. So mine, mine I picked was is John Wayne Gacy. So right. he's 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 always the one that I obsessed with. But how I would do it is so John Wayne Gacy, his whole thing was like hiring, you know, young men, young boys, teenage boys yeah. to to work at his house. And so I would, you know, I would probably just like wear like a nice, like tight fitting white shirt and, you know, tight, tight jean shorts and come to work for John one day and just say, 
hey, I'm, just, I'm here to work for you, Mr. Gacy. Where would you like me to go, and what would you like me to do? And, and imagining there's a shovel or some sort of heavy tool nearby, I just like, <laughs> oh, so you want me to, you want me to grab? Which, by the way, I don't know why I would have such a weird voice with it, but let's just go with it. <laughs> oh, I would just, God. you know, just, oh, uh, you want me to pick up this shovel to go down into the basement and dig you a new hole? You mean Ooh. this heavy shovel that I have to bend all the way down to pick up and go. just show my back rear here? Oh, please don't don't look, John. It's 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 you know, it's this is my 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 manhood, my, my boyhood right here that you're looking at. And then as he like turns around to to try and cool off, because at this point, you know, the, the dude's just overwhelmed with just like heat, just like looking at my hairy backside. <laughs> I just come up with my shovel and just bam. That's how I do it. That's how go. I would go after John Wayne Gacy. Is that I would, I would try to seduce him yes. with 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 my dad bod. <laughs> dude, dude, why not? That's a good. That's a really good one because I mean, come on, when you think about it, I mean, you, first of all, you're saving so many people, and there's no way he's gonna say no. He was way too into that shit. He was way too into wielding his power over young, young, <laughs> young men, and so to to to, to not be lured in by that. And his ghost is still in twice. Chicago here, man. It, I, I, seriously. His ghost is still here in Chicago, man. Uh, I have family that lives around the neighborhood that he uh, ran, ran his rampant crazy shit at. Yeah, um, or I had some family Holy that lived shit. around that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even my this is. I probably shouldn't even go on the record with this, but my uncle claims you, you don't have to. You you don't have to. If it will get you in trouble, you don't have to. You're totally welcome to keep it to yourself, but I'm just letting you know. You don't have to. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, this is, yeah, never mind then. <laughs> I, we, I, we, yeah. we can talk off recording. We can talk off recording. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I, I, I just feel like uh, there might be a member of my family or two that may have had a, a close call with with uh, John Wayne Gacy. That, But I'd rather oh, get my... Holy shit, I, okay. Yeah, but I'd rather get my facts straight before getting on, on the air with it because my family is a big Irish family. There's a lot of talkers. <laughs> so a lot of like sto- <laughs> lot, lot of good stories. So I want to make sure I got my facts straight before I, you know, sh- you know, put bullshit out there. But, um, but yeah. All right, right. But yeah, uh, he's a, a, a Chicago born and bred fucking maniac, dude. Uh, John Wayne Gacy. So who, if so, I was, so who would you pick? Who would it could I be? Fact pick? or fiction? Fact or fiction? Yeah, real or non-real? I should say yeah. that that's more appropriate. That's more appropriate. <laughs> I thought you were doing the fact or fiction uh, TV show guy for a second. Uh, Beyond belief, fact or fiction? Oh. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, the guy with the beard who always sm- smiled really creepily. Uh, okay, <laughs> who who am I thinking about? Okay, you know what? I would probably. Okay, I I would. I would probably try to attract Norman Bates. Oh, from, okay. Yes, I would try to do it before Janet Lee gets to the Bates Motel. I would dress up like his mother. And because he's so fucking insane anyway, he probably I mean, they don't say he's delusional. They they say he's um you know, he he likes wearing his mother's clothing to be his mom. So he's he's not like super delusional. He has multiple personalities is basically what they're saying about mm-hmm. him. Um mm-hmm. at the end of the I know he's based off of loosely off of Ed Gein if I'm not mistaken. But um but <laughs> I I would I would dress up like his mother, 
and I would command him to go into the basement and lock him in there. And then I would wait till he's banging to get out after a few days with no food. And then I would wait for Janet Lee to pull up at the Bates Motel. And then I would say, I would take off the wig and everything. And I'd be like, hey, Janet Lee, my name's John. I'm a dude. I was wondering if you wanted to kill a serial killer tonight. And considering she had just stolen $40,000, she might be feeling still a little mischievous. She might actually be like, mm-hmm. I could totally do that. I'm pro- and so I might just see if she wants to take the big kitchen knife and stab Norman Bates before he gets to kill anybody. So you have to try to do your impersonation of her voice. But before you do that, I got to say, I think it's really funny that your reveal would be, hey, Janet Lee. It's it's me. John. Oh, yeah. I'm a dude. Like, <laughs> like, and, and, like and it's not even. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's her actual name in that movie? She 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 has a name, but then she takes an alias when she writes it down in the book. <laughs> I, I do. Um, you were correct. He's based off Ed Gein, but what I, you got to do an impression though. You got if you're pretending to be Norman Bates' mom, how how would you? You got to do the voice on recording. Are you comfortable with it? I am. What is she supposed to be saying though? Oh wait, no. I don't I know, uh, here I I will I will pretend to be Norman. Okay, we'll do a little role play. I'll be pretend to be Norman, and yeah. and you pretend you know to you know do what you're going to do. Okay. Okay. Hey, mom, it's me, Norman. I haven't killed anyone today. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. How are you? Well, cause you're a big pussy, Norman. You don't kill anybody. You don't do anything with your life. Yeah, big. Mom, stop pussy. it. God. Uh, what? Stop what? You don't know anything. You're just a I, sissy I love boy. You. Why are you so mean to me? You love me? Then why don't you marry me? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> See, yours is better because I made my Norman Bates just sound like Napoleon Dynamite, and I didn't realize <laughs> it till I was already doing it. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> it's, it's 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 young Norman. It's okay. It's young Norman. <laughs> just, <laughs> mom, you're so mean. Gosh. <laughs> that's a good napoleon damn god he just like slaps his mom at that point and then goes to answer the door because the doorbell ring yep yep he's got to <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that they you played that with me i like you got it. I, I, I like I, that uh yeah. that we did i i wanted to take a real serial killer but i think i'll wait if we could do it if we do this again sometime i'll, I'll pick a different one I, I was afraid i might say something out of line, perhaps, and I didn't want to offend <laughs> a shitload of victims because they are still, after all, victims. So I thought I'd go with, uh, I mean, I guess Ed Gein. We could talk Ed Gein. But Ed, then again, the killer, the serial killer actually dies, and so they, they prevent deaths. So, I mean, we're actually doing a service in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we try to adore it. You're totally fine. We, we, I mean, I feel like my John Wayne Gacy one does push the limit a little bit, but at this point, listeners who are either new or just been with the show for a while already know that our heart's in the right place, so we're never trying to like shame oh, yeah. anyone that we're just, at worst, we're just jackasses that are really loud. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys got an awesome crowd. So, like, you, guys, you guys have a really, I feel like if, if that's the case, then you got a real, you got you have a nice real crowd. Like People that are just like, okay, we get the context and what's going on here like that's that's super chill 
exactly. Thank you. I, I couldn't put it better myself. So <laughs> I'm glad somebody <laughs> else did. Um, so another big song of yours coming out of the album Douse itself, <clears throat> which again, thank you for spending time with me. I, I know we, this is a good, chunk of like just talking and just episode like this is a good band showcase episode for sure but um another song that comes off the album douse which came out in 2019 um that stuck out to me that i really like and also just happens to be on the the singles list of spotify is indecision now mm. i could ask you what the definition of indecision is but i'd rather know what the song indecision is about hmm. that is an oddly enough indecision is another song about be it's about okay this is gonna sound cheesy it is about being indecisive about what you want to do in life it is about being indecisive about what path you feel you want to take like you know um the world is your oyster as a saying uh can be uh it, it, it can be inspiring as well as it can be frightening because you don't, you might not know where your interests lie yet. You know, when, when, uh, you know, when we're in high school or middle school, even, or, you know, younger, you know, we're kind of being taught things that are, you know, I mean, we're, we're, we're going to school, we're doing the right things and everything, but I think that there, and I don't know who to blame or I, I don't, or if I want to blame anybody, but I think there is like when you see adults as kids, you start to develop a weird expectation uh, simultaneously as you grow up. You start to build a weird expectation for yourself. And I think that – and I know that, that, that sometimes when you hit those, those maybe teen years, those kind of awkward teen years where you're not sure if you're able to relate to the people you've been – you've grown up with anymore or or you've lost touch with some friends you know for better or for worse that and 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 you have all these weird okay well should i go get an office job or should i should i go work at a bank or should i go work at and you know well, well what do i do how do i go to college i don't know what i'm going to do i have and it's it's about being indecisive and it's but it's about you know it's it's about those kinds of decisions but those kinds of decisions don't just you know it's not just something that affects uh, people, you know, in, in school, it's, it's, it's something that affects us every day. Like, am I doing the right thing? Is this the right thing for me to be doing right now? Is this, uh, you know, I'm, you know, I, I'm, you know, I, I have this awesome job. I make, you know, 50 million a year for, you know, an airline company, but am I happy? Is this really what I want to do? What if I just want to sit back on a beach and like, and take people on, on boat, you know, little river boat fucking cruises and, you know, and be a tour guide, you know, and, and on a rowboat, you know, it's something that might be even more fulfilling and more physically satisfying and more sound for my head. It's about having, it's about, you know, it, it's, it's about like, oh, well, th this guy should be happy, right? Or this girl should be happy. This, you know, the, here, this lady's got everything she wants. She's got the mansion. She's got the, you know, the bodybuilder husband. She couldn't ask for anything more. Look how great and happy she is. But you don't know if she's happy or not. She might be thinking about, this is bullshit. This is, this is not how I'd imagine things to be. This is just not right. And this, this just, maybe it was everything I wanted as a kid, but it wasn't what I thought it was when I got here. And it's, so it's about mm -hmm. that moment where you go, oh, okay, then what do I, what decisions do I need to start making to do what I want to do 
and even if I start doing something I, I really don't want to do, at least it's different and it gets me out of this headspace and it gets me into a different realm of thinking. And then I can evolve my, and helps, you know, exercise my, my mind and helps ex exercise, uh, you know, a person's way of uh, uh, viewing uh, the situation they were in. It also helps view someone else view how, how they're going to manage changing that situation and how they're going to manage what it's like to just be out of a different situation. Cause a lot of things we fear as humans is change. So sometimes just breaking out and doing something different just for, even if it's for a little while, it's really worth it. It kind of goes along with the same theme as Codename Killer. The only difference is this is more about not knowing which way to go. With that in mind, listeners, we're going to go ahead and jump into indecision. What you thinking? What are you sneaking?
All right, and we are back with John again. Again, John, thank you for just hanging out with me and talking with me. Um, yeah, dude, thanks for having know, me. I, yeah, I, 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 you know, what I, it, what the Spanish, what these Spanish showcase episodes have become, that you know, if you've been a listener for a long time and you you go listen to our first band showcases you know you'll still hear that nervousness of when we were first starting out we had so much more of a structure um at that point of what we ask people in order we ask it in just so we can get the episode done and it took a little bit of a growth to realize that okay we don't need to be so rigid and that we were unintentionally being rigid about it and so mm. i love it that we're now at a point where we can just have these talks with musicians and get to know them and get to know them in a real vulnerable way so i always appreciate every every artist that comes on here and especially you too john who's willing to open up and be so vulnerable so so thank you um thank you. And the reason i say that is because before we jumped into the song you, you know you were talking about you're saying like this is going to be cheesy but i, I you know, I we talked about it before when it comes to artistic expression is that you can totally, you know, still express yourself and express your art and not be vulnerable. And you can be vulnerable and you don't have to be as, you know, brutal or in your face about it. There's all these ways to express who you are. And so I just want to say on that, you know, like if you're if you're worried about being cheesy. Tar sorry to break it to y'all, but everything you do starting out is going to come off as cheesy. That's why I mentioned, you know, our first band showcases. You know, we I feel like we have a little bit of a corniness to us, but that's nothing to be ashamed of. You know, I, I think, you know, when you are a content creator, whether it is podcasting, whether it's making music, whether it is making movies, graphic novels, comic books, um, books in general, you know, wh whichever, you know, you got to get past that mentality. Is, is are people going to call me a dork are people going to call me cringy are people going to call me corny you know and, yeah. and the thing is is that er, there's always going to be people that say that shit but the question yeah. you got to ask yourself is can you come back from that when that happens you know if some random because it's easy to let one voice of negativity speak louder than the multitude of positive remarks you're getting and that's still a lesson we learn but do you feel like you you kind of have to navigate that too of just you know, accepting that there's these negative voices, accepting that they're out there, but looking past them. And, and how do you how do you do that for yourself? I listen to them to laugh in their face. I, <laughs> I, I, like no, I I'm, I'm I'm kind of and I'm a kind of a cheesy person. Like, I don't fucking run from that. Like, I get it. Um, I write really, you know, I, I can write really sappy you know, love song lyrics, but it's, if it's how you're feeling at the time and if it's, if it, and if it sounds good more than anything, then do it. It doesn't, nothing's too simple mm -hmm. or too, you know, seemingly, uh, you know, yeah, simple is the right word that it shouldn't be at least written down. You know, that might connect to someone else on a completely different level and it's coming from a, a true place, you know? Um, and yeah, I mean, there, there's, I, yeah, I mean, we all, I think, I think all of us, like you said, who, who have these creative endeavors and who have these like second thoughts, uh, maybe not second thought. That's the wrong. That's the wrong term. But these kind of voices, doubts, doubts. Yeah, you, you can have yes. self doubts. That happens. Yes, yeah, self doubt. Yeah, that's a thing that that definitely that happens to people that that want to create that create. You know, um, and and you know, do any arts. I mean, those those things. Yeah, and I think you're right. I think what you do is you do look past them. I think that's a big part of it. I think a big part of it is looking past them, and not letting them mess with you. But I also think that sometimes your self doubts about what you're doing, sometimes your self criticisms 
are sometimes in a way to help you um, in, in a lot of ways. I think that, you know, you don't know which which one it's going to be if what you're telling yourself is is going to hinder your process or hurt your process or what your your voices are trying to tell you or what other voices outside of your your world are trying to tell you. Um, because it's always important to to look at criticism and and take it critically, you know. But it's it's also it's also you know not healthy to just listen to those and, and to the point where it stunts your your growth as an artist and and your your evolution as as a human being, you know, or as as as, as someone who just wants to express themselves, you know. I I, I I see a lot of a, a lot of people we've played a lot of fucking shows in the past you know before covid and everything but where there'd be a guy who comes up to you uh in his you know 50s or something or late 40s and this has happened so often oh i was in a band once but i just couldn't do it i just i just couldn't make it happen it's like you it's it's so sad to hear that like what you could be in a band right now you know no one gives a fuck about your age you know, I'm, I'll pay to see Bob Dylan. I don't care if he's 80 years old. I'll, I'll pay. To, I, you know, they'll give him shit about, you know, like, you know, he's got a out of tune voice. Well, he always had an out of tune voice. That's why he's awesome. You know, it doesn't matter how old you are or how whatever mm-hmm. the fuck it is, you know, uh, a legend. You know, you could be a legend. You never you don't even know it. Just, you know, you just got to go out and try it, man. And yeah, so sometimes it, the voices that you tell yourself or that you hear can can hurt you and they can also be helpful. But. You have to hold your head up and just say, you know what, then, then whatever, you know, I, if, if I want to do something else, I'll do something else, but don't let, you know, criticism, especially your own self-criticism stop you from, from trying to express yourself. If you're trying to create art. I absolutely, you know, and that's, that's, I think that's always going to be the hardest thing for any artist in any regard is getting comfortable with putting a lot of yourself out there because even just the littlest amount is still a lot of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that is such a vulnerable thing to go through. I mean, um, so yeah, I mean, and I'm glad you talked about the self doubts too. I feel like we don't talk about that enough. Um, you know, it's, it's good to help keep you motivating. It's good to help keep you pushed, pushing forward and, you know, come back to the drawing board at a better time. But yeah, pure and simple. Be gentle with yourself, ghouls, gals, creeps, mutants. You know, it's it, it, it's a ra- you know, it's a marathon. It's not a race. You got to trust the process and you know, put in the time. Take your breaks in between, but remember yeah. why you're doing it. Remember the love you have for. It. Remember the passion. Remember why that fire was lit in the first place. You know, and come back to yeah. it if you need a break from it. But John, I I think what's so cool just talking to you again about is just. You know, you have all this experience when it comes to music. You know, you uh, I don't know if, you, if you'd agree with this, but I feel that you have a very analytical type of brain. Um, and I only say that as somebody as also myself who has that same kind of brain. And feel free, feel free to agree or disagree as you wish. Um, but uh, with that in mind, you know, I, I think it's just I think it was just really cool is just how down to earth you are, how cool and relaxed you are. And it makes me excited and hope that I get to talk to the rest of the band as well someday. Uh, maybe we bring you on for uh, a special a, a special guest for the main show too. Oh, we'd um, love to. But before yeah. we start to close, yeah, dude, no, just close up. Yeah, dude, yeah, totally. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, you're okay. You're okay. Go, go ahead. I, I get it. it's really exciting. <laughs> no, I, I'm excited as hell. I um, we would love to as a band. We're 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 we would be stoked to come join you. And in fact. 
when things open up, we're trying to, you know, we're, we're going to, tr- you know, we, we'd like to get on the road. Um, hopefully, you know, there's no tentative plans yet for even a local show, let alone a road show. But I, if we ever get out to, to Colorado, which is definitely going to happen, we totally want to get you guys um, and you, you, Cody, and, the, you know, your crew and your friends and everything, uh, you know, spouses, whatnot, to come to a show if we if we book one out there, uh, you know, uh, anytime soon. And after, of course, we would totally love to have you guys out to a show and whatever. And I think a big reason why I am pretty relaxed talking to you is because I really like this podcast. I really like it. I think it's, <laughs> no, no, it, it really is. I like, I, I, I like I said, I, I always say yeah, horror music or sorry, horror movies and music definitely go together. Uh, even from an early age, I've always known that, you know, like there's something about, you know, when you hear a good song and you get those goosebumps, well, they're the same goosebumps I get when I'm watching something that scares the shit out of me or something that's just so awesome in a horror movie that you're like, oh, my God. Even if it's like this, like, <laughs> m- most, like, cathartic, horrifying kill scene, if it's even but if it's like a justified kill scene, almost you're like, fuck, yeah. And you get those goosebumps and you, you know, it's yeah. like. So it's it's they kind of go hand in hand. They're both very uh, sensational sensations, sensational sensations. It's a very titillizing sensation. <laughs> yes, 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 sir. Yeah, and the band would love. Uh, well, the band, you, I, I could tell you the band's probably going to listen to this. I, I told them I was going on to wish me luck, and uh, yeah, I know they're listening too. And I know Cody was going to listen back, like you told him. Um, you said you would uh, show him. Uh, we're we're down. I'm, I can speak for us. We're we're down to do like a little showcase on the main show. Whatever you want, man. It'd be it'd be great to go do this thing. You guys are super chill, down to earth. Great show. You know, we're in. You you are. I, I do. I need to tell my wife she has competition because I think you're trying to get me to fall in love with you at this point. Uh, <laughs> so far working. <laughs> I'm sorry um, to the wife. I didn't mean. I didn't mean to. He's just so hot. But. <laughs> um yeah let's definitely talk more especially off recording let's talk more as well um but we're going to keep this in the recording because i not just for my own ego's sake kidding kidding listeners i'm kidding but but really because i i love it when our listeners all the ghouls gals creeps mutants alike can just hear this because when i imagine he's doing these band showcase episodes when we started doing this i would always think about uh, we have this radio channel out here called uh, Channel 93.3, and they're a good channel. They're a very good channel. Back in the day, they used to have a – I don't know if they still do, but they used to have, like, these live acoustic sessions, and they would, like, interview the bands, and you get to kind of, like, know them for, like, a vulnerable – you get to know their vulnerabilities, you know, and who they are for, like nice. – Like, you know, a minute at a time. But I, I thought about it, and I was like, I want to hear more of that. I want to hear bands talk about who they are, you know, where they come from. You know, I don't want to – I. I I, I guess I speak for myself and I say, you know, I don't want to just watch another simple, you know, band interview video where they're just talking about an album. You know, let's talk about the album, but let's talk about, you know, who these guys are. Let's get to know them. You know, in this case, let's get to know John. Let's get to know Lever a little bit more. Like, who who is Lever? And, and I'm just glad that it's so far is working well and it's been received well. Um, today, you know, we're going to we're going to. End out on a song called Heavy Waters. But before we go there, I got to ask you, John, one more time, you know, where can everybody go to support you and support the band itself? Right on, man. Um, uh, the song is called Heavy Waves. And 
the, you could find us on leverband.com. I'm I'm currently I'll take I'll take the hit for this leverband.com. I'm kind of in the middle of redesigning the website, so if you go there and it looks a little wonky, that's me trying to fucking fix it. But um, it will be fixed soon. Other than that, you <laughs> could find you could find us on Facebook, uh, lever l e v e r, um, leverband on Instagram. Lever Chicago on YouTube. We are on Spotify where you can hear our audio tree live session. That's kind of our, our newest release for now. It's just a, a bunch of our songs played live in a in a beautiful studio. We actually recorded our, our last album there and we did a, a live streaming session because uh, audio tree is famous for doing these uh, live stream sessions out of their studio. And we were able to do one. Um, they always get great artists and they, they got us. And so there's a new song on there. Um, and so you can find us on Spotify also, yeah, uh, TikTok, Twitter, all the socials, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, all the things, all the things. And uh, yes, it's Lever, L-E-V-E-R. And I hope you enjoy. Uh, yeah, the song coming up is called Heavy Waves. This is the intro, this is the opener off of our last, our, our, mo- our last album, our most recent album called Dows. Um, listeners with that in mind, again, please support lever, please check them out, go to all their social medias. We have all those links below. Um, do you have a band camp? We are on Bandcamp. Yes. You can also download the, so, yeah, you can also go there. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, so good? listeners again, ghouls, guys, Christians, you know, we're always going to encourage you to go to the, to every band's band camp first, buy an album, buy some merch from them. Anything that you can do always helps these bands. Not only does it show them that there are listeners out there that love what they're doing, but it shows them and gives them that motivation to keep going forward. And so we know what that's like. So please, please, please go to that band camp first. If you're not able to, go to Spotify, add these songs to multiple playlists, share them with your friends. That's how these bands get more recognition is when you share their music, is when you get their name out there, when you go up to a coworker, you go up to a friend and say, hey, have you checked this out yet? And you just play it for them. Even if you have musically stunted people in your life you know bring them the grace of art bring them the grace of music be that cool person you know it's something that's eternal that you can share with everyone again though john i just want to give a huge thank you to you and the rest of the guys and lever as well i look forward to having you guys more on in the future and having you back on as well um is there any last words you'd like to give to the ghouls gas and creeps and mutants before we log off for the night stay creepy my friends I love it. Ghouls, gals, creeps, mutants, you heard it there. Please support Lever. Please support John. And we will talk about music with you next time.